Hi, welcome to Living in a Material World, and I'm your host, David Parada. Today's guests are founders, J.P. Collette and Jamie Leilani. Welcome to our show. Hi, David. Hi, David. I'm so glad you guys are here today. Thank you for joining me. I'm so sorry I was a little late this morning, you know. Mercury in retrograde is always screwing things up for me. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> We're happy to be here. I'm so happy you guys are on. I'm so excited for our listeners to hear more about your background, JP and Jamie. I don't know which one wants to jump in and dive in first and tell us about where you guys began before creating this incredible brand. Yeah, my background has been in the fashion, beauty, and lifestyle space for over 20 years now. I've worked in Everything from PR to in-house at magazines like Vogue and inside beauty brands like Sephora and Violet Grey. Traditionally, my background came from creative and content marketing, both in publishing and in the beauty retail and brand space. But then with a serendipitous meeting with JP, I had the opportunity to hear about what he was planning to build, which became Nature of Things, and jumped on as a co-founder to really help bring the brand essence to life, both in terms of the overarching brand message and also the products we ended up rolling out and how we rolled them out. So it's been a really incredible leap from being kind of on the marketing side of brands to actually being a brand creator and bringing all of the knowledge of all of the brands that I worked with in the high and low space in the beauty world into this brand. And I grew up here in Newport Beach, Southern California, kid just born and raised in and around the ocean. And so my whole upbringing was really focused around surfing, snowboarding, skateboarding. My career kind of evolved into that as well. So I spent most of my years in the lifestyle, action sports, fashion communities, building brands. I spent my early years cutting my teeth working for brands here in California that really had big cultures and communities built around them and subsequently started working in fashion and lifestyle, working in international markets like Japan, China, Korea, Europe. And as my life kind of evolved, I saw this great opportunity to build not only a brand, but this community in and around this world that ultimately became nature of things. So as Jamie mentioned, we met over tea beyond serendipitously. It was a random tap of the shoulder, basically, through great friends. And this world that we created kind of happened overnight. So it's been really exciting. I love that. I think you both have such incredible aesthetic. And you have both your own takes on aesthetics and the way you guys dress and style. I've always been a huge fan of Jamie because we go way back in the industry, but she was always like the most put together, best jewelry, best like accessories. So when she popped up and we were consulting and working on a similar brand and she told me about this project, I was like, oh, I can't take another brand. And she really got me at the valet line on the way out of that lunch. And she put the superlative body bomb on my neck and my neck wasn't moving correctly that week. And so I get in the car and I was like, ooh, I like this tingling. And all of a sudden I can turn and look to my right and left. And I was like, oh no, she's got me. And so <laughs> that's how it all started with meeting you, JP, and also working with Jamie on this project. I was so happy that that day happened because that product has kept me moving ever since. I think that's one of the things that I think is so exciting about this brand is that it's not just beauty at face value. It's really something that is formulated to help heal people. 
And specifically with Superlative Body Bomb, I think for me, that's the product that I'm most proud of in terms of the feedback we get from people. It's helping people solve serious chronic conditions like fibromyalgia to arthritis to even shingles, very unsexy conditions (laughs) that people don't really want to talk about, but that a lot of people young and old do experience, whether it's like a muscle ache or whatnot. And to have something that can really change the quality of people's lives while beautifying the skin which is really at the essence of the brand in general is I think very important to us. I think it's more impactful than just, you know, having a marketing narrative around another serum. Well, I think you both have such amazing lifestyles and the way you guys live your lives between JP in Southern California surfing and his life with his children, family, like everything I watch, both of your communities is exquisite. So knowing that you both came together and created such a beautiful lifestyle brand, what was the first like skew and product that you guys both collaborated on when you guys were creating this brand? What was that? I think it was the whole concept really had to come together. So the idea of nature of things itself was driven by an idea. And the name itself is inspired by a poem that was written around 50 BC called Deririm Natura. And that was by the Roman poet Lucretius. And it's a didactic poem that's about 500 pages long. So he covers on a lot of different philosophical points of view and was a bit of a genius in many different ways and philosophized on things that were later validated through the centuries, which is pretty amazing. But one of the things that really is the core and the essence of the brand is this idea of how he was describing the Epicurean philosophy of life, which he was a follower of. And he was arguing at that time that Epicureanism is not about hedonism or acting out in sort of these ways that are sometimes portrayed with Epicureanism and hedonism. But actually, it was about eliminating two things from life that were keeping people from having the truest pleasure, and that is eliminating fear and pain. So when you go back to what we formulated and how we formulated with our launch collection, it was really about that specifically, tackling fear by having anti-stress and relaxation types of rituals with our products, as well as the digestible powder wellness as well that actually helped to internally support de-stressing and anti-anxiety. And then inflammation in terms of tackling pain. So working with potent natural anti-inflammatories that would help to relieve inflammation within the body, both in terms of like you experienced with superlative body balm, but in other products as well. So then we went about figuring out what are the best ways that we can tackle this. We know that sometimes these natural plant-based or mineral-based molecules are actually too big to go through the skin on its own as a topical. Sometimes, you know, you get all of this hype about topical applications, and a lot of times they're just sitting on the surface of the skin. So we looked at the different categories that would be most potent and impactful, and that really led to the bath immersion category, skin being the largest organ on your body, and also where you absorb most of the benefits of these products. So the bath treatments really became the anchor of our brand, which were then complemented by the topical skincare, body care category, which is kind of like that sealing in layer. And then again, at launch, it was really about that internal wellness with the digestible powders as well to create that internal to external loop. 
as the brand grew, we never really lost sight of this idea of the relieving inflammation and pain and also tackling stress and anxiety. All of our products are very ritualistic. We do not believe in making products that people just pump and dump down the drain, putting expensive ingredients into things that are just going to go down your shower or your sink faucet. We want people to really take the time to use them in a purposeful application and really set aside time for purposeful self-care with all of the products from facial skincare to the baths to topical skincare and even moments in the shower. I'll add one thing quickly to that is when I first explained the concept of building this idea of a wellness house or a modern wellness house, it wasn't just about fragrance. It wasn't just about skincare. It was about kind of covering these moments or these experiences between the bathtub and the vanity. And that's when Jamie really kind of unpacked the world of bathing as an at-home form of self-care. And she educated me on the space, but then also was really adamant, like, hey, we do not want to create another white labeled bath salt type of experience. You know, the reality is, is we have to concept and build this from scratch. And one product that was really Jamie's baby was a restorative floral bath. And this was a completely blank slate bathing experience that is extremely decadent and unique, but amazingly impactful. And once we kind of cracked that experience, which was totally serendipitous, really, in terms of what it ended up becoming. It unlocked the key to a lot of future product development and points of view that you'll see throughout the range. So that was really a fun moment to get to because the floral bath became this cornerstone of the nature of things experience. Well, there's nothing quite like that floral bath. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's like an experience from the moment you open that little cap. You can smell that gorgeous like jasmine and plumeria and like the whole bathroom you can smell the vet of it or it's like everywhere it takes over i started actually putting it all over my body before going into the bathtub <laughs> <laughs> so i literally was in the bathroom probably for a good hour and a half it was like my time to re-energize and restore myself but then when i came out of the bath i don't think i even needed to use a body cream or anything because my skin was so hydrated it felt like butter And it was amazing. (laughs) I remember I was like, I've never taken a bath and had that experience in my entire life. So you guys nailed it. (laughs) You nailed it. I definitely want to give some credit to Kendra, who worked on product development with us for our launch collection and definitely helped a lot with these ideas in terms of making sure that, again, every product had a unique purpose. And that the experience from that moment, like you said, that sensorial experience, right? You open the vessel, you're already smelling this bouquet. And then when you start to pour it in, you see this beautiful milky diffusion. That's like an alchemical type of diffusion in the water. And then when you step in and you feel it on your skin, when you get out, how your skin feels, how the scent lingers in the air. That's something that we're always thinking about. These are not your average bubble baths, right? Where it's just like the bubble is all the bubble. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) it's really about the treatment aspect and that moment. For some people, the bathroom is the only sanctuary in the house that they can steal away moments for themselves in. Whether you have roommates or you have children. Exactly. Sometimes closing that door is the only place that you really have as a sanctuary. So we really wanted it to become that sanctuary. 
And again, we look at ourselves as this wellness house, as JP described, which really is starting from the bathtub and making its way from the shower to the vanity and eventually beyond to really look at all of those purposeful self-care touch points throughout the house that really help people feel their best every day. So from inception, knowing that you've created all these iconic, I feel like in the bath, there's nothing in the bath space done this way. So how long did it take from when you guys met and they had that serendipitous tea? How long did it take until you guys launched the brand? We actually, <laughs> we actually met and launched the brand within nine months, which I think might be kind of... Bananas. <laughs> it's a bit bananas, but like... I have to also mention that there's a little bit of an esoteric side to the story because I met JP like two weeks after my 40th birthday and I had seen my very LA intuitive and he kept talking to me about this brand I was going to build with my partners and how it's going to help people feel better and heal them. And I had been on a different sort of storytelling journey at that time, making like these travel artisan videos. And I was like, yeah, I could see how people could feel healed and empowered by seeing this beautiful video I did in Iran or Turkey. And then like, Two weeks later, I'm sitting with JP and he's talking about starting this brand. And I was like, ah, this is it. This is what we're doing. So like immediately from that first meeting, I sat down and we hadn't even necessarily meant to work with each other on anything, but my brain kind of caught fire and a couple things kind of happened, including discovering the poem De Rerum Natura and the background. And I just sat down and said, hey, JP, I'm not asking you to hire me, but I have this concept for the brand if you're interested, but no pressure. And then I sent it over to him and that kind of started our journey. And we got to working really quickly. Like we really knew what we wanted to offer people. And it was really easy because it wasn't like, oh, hey, let's copy a serum. Let's copy. Again, it's not white labeling. It's like, what do people need? And it was a little bit also a little bit of foreshadowing because we we launched three months before the pandemic. We didn't even know that people were going to be like in their homes trying to find ways to like soothe and find self-care. But we already knew that people were feeling burned out. We knew that changes were coming. There was an energy that needed to be kind of recalibrated. And that idea really led very easily and very quickly our concepts for product development. So I think most listeners want to hear how that launching a brand right before pandemic, none of us knew this was happening. What was it like being an entrepreneur of a young brand during that time? Looking back in hindsight, you clearly wouldn't desire that, but it ended up being the best thing for us. And I'll explain why. We started working on this brand, like Jamie said, basically January 1st, 2019, I had the concept, I had the point of view when I met Jamie, she wrapped this whole brand point of view around it, which was exactly what it was. It was an aha moment. So we were building our custom formulations with a custom packaging experience while putting together a supply chain to try and bring this concept to life as fast as we could because it was so clear what we were creating. The beauty of it was it was received very well at the late stages of 2019. And as we're going into 2020, momentum, opportunity, excitement. And we were met just like I think any very young new brand with a number of challenges and a number of unknowns. And, you know, Jamie and I had to be super calm and patient with people like yourself and others. We kind of took it day by day in the beginning, week by week. And 
you know, it wasn't easy because it was really hard to figure out what the world was, at least from a brand and marketing and sales standpoint, and what it was going to become, which is we're still in this evolution, was going to be an ever-changing journey, right? So we kind of took it with, it's out of our control. Let's just be very diligent, but very calm and patient. And we met it with both opportunity as well as productive paranoia of not wanting to misstep anywhere. So it was a two-year evolution for us. So we maintained, there's still lots of great things happened with us in terms of our partnerships, our friends and community that we were building. We really focused on let's just maintain and build our orb that was kind of very new. It was three or four months old. So we kind of just focused on building our community and kind of assumed we would get to a certain point in the future where then we would be able to kind of like lean forward a little bit more. We were actually in New York with you and your team when everything started to happen. I mean, we had had such momentum. We had a great launch feature in Wall Street Journal magazine. We were getting a lot of early buzz to start entering the retail market as, you know, launching the brand nine months after inception. Obviously, we didn't have that typical couple month timeline to work with a retailer to then launch six months later. We just really like went out there and got in the market, which I think was really the right move. Because if we had waited that additional onboarding for six months with a retailer, perhaps we would have been completely delayed, right? Like, yeah. so because a lot of people were canceling orders and doing backtracking. So the fact that we already put ourselves out in the market, I think was really important. We were having such great meetings in New York with you late yeah. February, early March. Yeah. And then we kept, remember, like everything was kind of creeping in. Yeah. What's happening? We were at CEW, like literally hundreds yeah. of people walking by JP and I talking about the brand five days before everything started shutting down. I think we were very lucky that we came out of that unscathed. We had already started building such an incredible creative repository and marketing the brand, both on our early website and Instagram. And I think the point of view that we put into our packaging, which led, I think, a lot of curiosity about the brand and then people were trying the formulas and being like, okay, this isn't just about packaging, which no. is just an award-winning, but it's also about <laughs> award-winning products as well. And I have to say, like, you know, I think most people try to start and focus on the North American market for us being from the United States. But as the U.S. was really shutting down, we saw a lot of interest still coming from the international markets. And so we had stores from like Joyce Hong Kong and Lane Crawford to Harvey Nichols and Liberty London reaching out to us to launch Niche Beauty, to launch during the early part of the pandemic on the strength of our early marketing and then following up with the product and saying like, this is truly legit. So we definitely had a lot of wins during that time, as we also, like many people, struggled with the fact that we couldn't even meet buyers face-to-face -face during that time, right? So there were obviously so many different challenges, but I do feel like given the context of where the world was and currently still is, like we had a very blessed experience. And it did allow us over the last year plus to kind of go in and really hone in what was really important for our values and the brand that we want to be moving forward. 
so let's talk about that. So now that, you know, we've come through after a year and a half and after the launch, I know the brand has evolved into another level after launching skincare, which has been so successful. Now there's been now a new, you guys are kind of rechanging some of the packaging, eliminating some ingredients. So can we talk a little bit more about that, the next evolution of nature of things? Sure. So one of the ingredients that we formulated with our launch collection is CBD. We never considered ourselves a CBD brand. We absolutely believed in the effectiveness of it as an anti-inflammatory ingredient. But again, we didn't want to be part of this gold rush kind of opportunity and certainly didn't want to be pigeonholed into that product category. And what we've noticed over time is that the marketplace internationally and politically has not evolved as many people had initially thought it would around that ingredient. And there's been so much demand for the brand, both in the States, but also internationally, that we didn't want one ingredient in our plethora of really incredible potent ingredients to be hindering our ability to scale globally and meet the demand that was coming in. Because there were, you know, different markets that we were already in, such as the UK, that were changing regulations just around that ingredient. There were markets that we were in, like Hong Kong and China, that were completely shutting down that ingredient, being able to be marketed there or in any product. So when we really looked at the opportunity and what we had created and the fact that these products were going to be potent with or without that ingredient, we made the change to remove it. So we're launching with some reformulations, which boost the efficacy of other important anti-inflammatory and active ingredients to to replace CBD. And in addition to that, we are super excited to be launching an aluminum program as well. I think given the fact that, again, so many people have loved our unique glass packaging from the get-go, we had always looked at those vessels to be both repurposable as well as refillable. So the aluminum program has been in the works for a very long time, initially as a refill program for our beautiful vessels. But in addition to that, it allows for people who want to experience the brand but don't want to have the extra added expense of heavy-footed glass packaging, both in terms of travel and just accessibility. We feel like this is going to open up the product to more people because it's going to bring the price points in a lower market, still premium, but in a way that will be more accessible for a wider scale audience to enjoy the formulas. That's incredible. I did see a little sneak peek on social media on JP's stories just a few days ago. <laughs> he had this, the sexy aluminum packaging just had this little like, she showed up on my feed and I was like, look at that. Wow, that's incredible. So I'm very excited. I think the packaging looks so beautiful and I love the aluminum. And I think you guys have always been strong players in sustainability before it was even like talked about so much in the industry. And I think during pandemic, everyone got really hard into sustainability, but you guys launched the brand already thinking about all those ethos and all of that. So now you're just taking it to the next level and just like creating even 
better, more sustainable packaging for the everyday consumer that really wants to try the product. So bravo. 100%. Totally. We had from the get-go wanted to reduce dependency on plastic, which obviously is a really big issue in the beauty industry. You know, I think it's really hard to call yourself a clean brand and use plastic quite frankly, as your packaging, knowing everything we know about plastic. So although you cannot, in this day and age currently, avoid it altogether, we went through great lengths to try to minimize the amount that we used from the get-go. And that's also why we took our time to launch our refill program, because we a lot of refills are in plastic. So we didn't want to do a refill program in plastic. So we did find aluminum to be the best choice for that. It's endlessly recyclable. It had the ability to also stay within our design point of view and also to be a lot more lightweight. I have been known personally to lug like 10 pounds of nature of things, glass vessels on vacations. And we've heard other people doing that too, I think. Having the travel bottles and aluminum tubes are going to be such a great way for people to continue to take their products with them on the go or bring them back from a lot of the destinations we're sold in. So what can all the listeners see in the future, like in the next, like say, year? Is there anything we can share about besides just the new packaging? What else are you guys bringing out into market? Well, we're going to continue to launch some really exciting new products in our bath category, which will continue to be the anchor of our brand. You know, we really do look at ourselves as a wellness house concept that has the permission to really live in so many areas of the home and experience. I think what's really exciting about the brand overall, and and you know this, David, is that it's been able to live in many different environments from traditional beauty to luxury fashion lifestyle to destination spas and hotels to home decor stores even, right? Exactly, yeah. I might be bold saying this, but we're really on a mission to replace that plastic Aesop bottle as the chic thing to have on your vanity, right? And glass. Please do. I don't even want to look at that anymore. I've been looking at Aesop since I was 22 years old. I was on the floor when it launched in Barney's and I was like, okay, you guys, I have two decades. I'm over it. Can we have something else in your bathroom, please? (laughs) So thank you for doing that. But I think this brand, the name of it, the philosophy, we have the ability to go to so many different places. We really look at ourselves as that wellness house that we've talked about. So in the near term, it's still coming up and launching very unique products with a point of view that help to alleviate those conditions we've talked about, as well as beautifying the skin. So everything is still going to come from that point of view. And we see the journey. We've done some really beautiful collaborations in terms of soft goods like eye masks and headbands. And, you know, we did a great collaboration with a beautiful alpaca throw blanket. We're going to continue to add and layer in all of the types of products that help people really feel great in their home personal environment. And, you know, ultimately our goal would be to have our own destinations for people. We talked early 
pre-pandemic about even having a bathhouse in New York City because, uh, you know, a lot of people go, oh, I love your products, but I don't have a bathtub in my New York apartment, or maybe it's a disgusting little old bathtub I don't want to get in. <laughs> so we wanted to like launch a place where people could come in and like book a bath. Those New York bathrooms, like some of them are like little half bathtubs that you're like, how am I supposed to sit in this? <laughs> You know, again, the products can be used as foot baths too, so that's totally. fine. But like, we do envision this place where people can come and gather, and if they don't have that sanctuary at home, to come into our sanctuary and have that experience. And we're launching that type of experience with spas too. So I think it's really this idea that you can go to these really beautiful destination hotels like Palm Heights and Grand Cayman or MacArthur Place in Sonoma or Soulage in Napa and beyond. Paradero and Toto Santos. I mean, the list goes on and on. All these beautiful places we'll be launching in, but also take that at home spa experience into their own bathroom. Really, we're going to bring that very efficacious at home amenities program to every part of your self care and home journey. So, what's to come will definitely follow you from the vanity to the side table to the bathtub to the shower and do it in a way that's extremely unique. I'd even say like never been done before in terms of a consumer experience. So that's where the excitement lies is it's really all about the formulations and the new formulas that are upcoming are going to turn some heads. Yeah. It's about that self-care staycation. Like we're definitely going to own that for people. I love it. You know, that, you know, I am a bit of a snob when it comes to packaging and also what's in the actual vessels and jars themselves and bottles. And so I think your collection is the first brand I could have out all over my bathroom from when I had an all white bathroom to an all art deco bathroom. <laughs> it just works in every environment. And I think this is why it's been so successful in the fashion stores, in the apothecary beauty stores, in the home concept stores. It's kind of working really well in every category. And I think it's because you guys nailed it both in the packaging, but also in the actual juice itself inside of the products. I do have to say, a successful brand always creates a few SKUs that people can't live without. And I know truly many people have a few of your products in their bathroom that they cannot live without. I can't live without your magnesium soak. I can't live without the superlative body balm. And also the body creme, like there's no other cream that hydrates me in that way. It's just like putting like another layer of hydration on your body that there's nothing out there like it. So I'm so excited to see what else you guys are working on and what else launches. So stay tuned, everyone. There's going to be so much more coming out from the team at Nature of Things. But the show is called Living in a Material World. So I always ask everybody, because materia means matter in Latin. So I always ask everybody on our show, what truly matters to you, JP? And what truly matters to you, Jamie? So first, JP, what truly matters to you? I have a beautiful family and that family mixed with our proximity and love for the ocean. We're just kind of aqua people. So seeing them, two young boys and a young daughter, seeing them and my wife spend time in and around the ocean, them falling in love with that natural escape. Those two things married together is just kind of where I get a ton of, you know, my heart gets full, a ton of value out of life and it's really kind of the cornerstone of what makes me tick. That's for sure. 
Oh my god, I'm teary-eyed. Okay, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with everything you said there in terms of my own perspective. But I also think like making a difference in the world, being able to really help people improve the quality of their day-to-day experience, which then helps them go out into the world with a more positive attitude. That to me is really important. Like just trying every day to make a difference in this world and the little space that I occupy and helping to have people to bring that into their life and their community as well. It all starts with how you walk out your front door and how you're feeling when you walk out the front door. And if we can impact that in a positive way, that matters a lot to me, at least to give our best effort to do so. I think that's beautiful. You guys are like, I'm literally, thank God, I don't have any tissues around my desk. So (laughs) thanks. I'll have to run to the bathroom after this is over and like... (laughs) Take the tears off. But again, I am so honored to be working with you guys in so many different capacities. And thank you so much for being on our episode. This is like, I believe our 22nd episode. And so I'm so excited to air this. And so the rest of the world can listen to this. We've been very blessed to have the best creative entrepreneurs and founders of brands come through our showroom, but I am really honored. You guys aren't a married couple, but you guys are a power couple in business. So I really look (laughs) forward to seeing what you guys keep creating and putting out there into the universe. Thank you so much for being on the show, you guys. Thank you, David. Thank you, David. We love you. It's an honor to be on the show. Thanks. (laughs) Well, that was a wonderful episode with both JP and Jamie. They are truly inspirational and have really created a category in the bathing space and the bathing ritual lifestyle world. And I really want everyone to go out there and check out their brand and pick something up because it'll really transform your life. Until next time, thank you.